Welcome to the Hidden White Podcast, episode 1062. This is my interview with Heidi Hazen, and we're discussing hypnosis. I really hope you enjoy it. Hello, Heidi. Welcome to the Hidden White Podcast. Great to have you here today. Lee, I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Whereabouts are you in this wonderful world of ours? I'm in central Oregon, so west coast of the states, but central in the state itself. West coast of the states, okay. And you've been there lifelong? Born and bred? Um, I was, no, I was, well, born. And then I left here and went to California for 30 years. And then I came back uh-huh. about seven years ago. So I'm kind of a transplant, replant, something like that. <laughs> okay, cool. Sounds good. <laughs> and tell us a bit about yourself. What are you up to and, and what's your story? Um, well, my name is Heidi Hazen and I'm a hypnotist. And I love yeah. telling people I'm a hypnotist because everybody has a response to it. It's either kind of a leaning in, like, what, really? Or it's kind of a, a, a leaning back, like, oh, should I be nervous? Um, but I live I live up here and I do um, hypnotherapy with clients all around the world, which wow. is amazing because we can do it virtually, which we didn't know prior to uh, 2020 and the, and the shutdowns that it was, you know, that we were able to actually do this really beautiful healing work over distance. Mm. Um, so I'm a hypnotherapist and I create programs and, um, hypnotherapy audios to help people access the subconscious mind and do really beautiful, deep healing work within their subconscious mind. Okay. Subconscious mind, big, big part, big player in our lives, huh? Um, which Uh, I'm sure we'll delve into. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What's, um, so tell me, you, you sort of, you're a hypnotist and people lean away. What are those people leaning away for? What's the go there? You know, I think we have um, a, a pre-existing idea, you know, that's been planted in our minds from watching TV or being in a, you know, a lot of people will tell me, oh, I've been in a bar before and some hypnotist got up on stage or I've been at a comedy show and a hypnotist got up on stage and hypnotized people to fall down or hypnotized people to walk like a duck or, you know, all of these things yeah. that feel like they've watched someone not be in control of themselves. They've watched someone be in hypnosis and then do something silly. And so uh, I think that there's, there are a lot of ideas about <clears throat> what hypnosis is and what a hypnotist does. And is it mind control? And, you know, you know, like, am I being brainwashed and all of these ideas? And so it's funny, the people that lean away, I can, I know immediately like, oh, they're not quite comfortable. Like okay. they don't understand what hypnosis is when, it, when really hypnosis is just a heightened state of awareness. I mean, it's right. it's okay. being in a profoundly relaxed place, focusing on one thing. Yeah, I guess when you think about it, I mean, we're exposed to hypnotists through uh, media, um, yes. you know, through those th- those shows where they make people walk around like ducks or whatever. Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's that's my early experience with hypnosis, anyway. Um, mm-hmm. So I guess uh, yeah, I can understand why why people have that that approach to leaning away. So someone that's leaning away, what what would your response be? Oh, I mean. I- I, I'm really light about it because I don't ever want to make someone feel like uncomfortable, especially if they've already shown me, you know, yeah. in their body language, that yeah. they're a little uncomfortable. But I would say, you know, oh, hypnosis is just, it's really, it's, I mean, if I were to say, if I were to, in layman's terms, describe what I do, if I said I'm a hypnotist and someone leaned away, I would probably just say, that just means that I'm really good at helping people relax. That's it. That's what it is. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> you know, I'm just helping someone relax and only someone who wants to be and is willing to be hypnotized can be hypnotized. So mm. there's no control aspect within it. So I try to kind of uh, make them at ease with yeah. what the the fact the factual information about hypnosis and what it is. 
Yeah, you definitely seemed like that sort of person that can make someone comfortable. I mean, immediately when we connected it, I had that sense, so that's good. Um, Yay. So how do you become a hypnotist? Just training. Um, I trained, yeah, yeah, I trained in in an advanced transformational hypnotherapy therapy modality. And I'm certified by the National Guild of Hypnotists, which is the older, oldest certifying guild mm-hmm. of hypnotists. Um, it's really just a training. I mean, in the way that you would train in, in any other modality, it's really about learning about what it is, what we're doing, the different levels of consciousness and the subconscious space and what can be done in there. It was really heart. It was very heart centered training that I went through. It's about healing. It's about, um, you know, disengaging from the past story so that you can move forward. Because often when we're trying to do things or manifest things or whatever, and we find that we can't kind of, we kind of find ourselves repeating instead of moving forward, like we're repeating patterns or behaviors or habits and we find hurdles and we find ourselves self-sabotaging. It's not about why can't we get where we're going? It's about what's holding us back from the past. Mm. So I learned this, this, you know, this deep transformative modality to heal, to help people literally heal from their, their human experience. I mean, we all have to have the human experience and some of us get really tangled up in it and we don't get to move forward in our story. And so Mm. that's where that's, you know, it's just a training and it's training you about these different things and then how to do it. How do you take someone, you know, that you've never met before? You know, I, I, I work with people that I've never met before and it's like, how do I make them feel trust like how do i how do i build that energetic rapport of trust how do i make them feel comfortable enough to go deeply relaxed i mean the state that i take them to is basically it's that moment right before you fall asleep so it's when mm. you know the lights are out and you're in bed and your your thoughts are kind of slowing down and maybe you're thinking about one last little thought about something that happened in your day or something that you're going to do tomorrow and then the the next second you're asleep that is the moment it's the moment right there where you're just focused on one thing and mm. that's what i'm doing when i'm taking someone into hypnosis I'm taking them to that place where we have access to the subconscious mind. And then I'm asking them specific questions. And then and then it's all gold. We get to just be in the be in the treasure chest. Yeah, that's subconscious mind does my head in, particularly in the early morning. Um, that's what's coming alive, hey. But um it's interesting. We could probably go there and we might. Um, so how long does this take you to become a certified hypnotist? Um, I did a, a very, very advanced, rapid 100-hour uh, certification course in uh, 2020. Yep. And so, I mean, really, once you learn what it is, and if it's – I, you know how you, when you find things in life and you're just like, oh, I'm naturally good at this. You know, mm. you might be naturally good at playing tennis or naturally a painter or something. I'm not an artist with my hands. I don't do any sort of, you know, painting or drawing or anything. But I'm an artist with this tool. So yeah. in the same way that hypnosis in one person can be entertainment, it can be Hollywood hypnosis and and entertaining people, making other people laugh by, you know, having people act like a gorilla or whatever. This tool in my hand is incredibly healing. And um, anyway, I've lost my train of thought. I trained in yeah. it. Yeah. I learned how to yeah, do this, it. The, the yeah. time it took you sort of to train in it. But, um, time. So just yep. tell it, run us back to your history. Like what, what made you get into hypnosis and, and working with people? Uh, in this field, and is there a particular niche that you you focus on in helping people, mm-hmm. or is it broad? Um, 
let me back up and give you the yeah. why or how, how I got in. Yeah. Um, so I was married for 10 years and my ex-husband and I, um, owned a, a very large bookstore in Los Angeles. And then we opened another bookstore. Um, so I was sort of half of some, something that was very, very different than the work that I do now. And, and I got to the point in, in my life and in my career as co-owner of a very large world famous bookstore. And I was, not happy. I was not good. And I was not good in the relationship. And so I had to really figure out how I got where I was. Like, how, yeah. what are the steps that got me here? And in identifying those steps, I realized, wow, I made a lot of these choices from my subconscious programming, yeah. from the beliefs that I held about myself. And um, I was I was halfway to adrenal failure. I was very, very sick. I just had lost a lot of hope. And so I stepped away from and ended very beautifully um, our platonic marriage. And I stepped away from the bookstore that I owned. And in that season, I was really open to like, hey, just kind of, you know, to the universe, to source, to God, to um, other healers around me. Like, how can I heal this? How can I move forward? And of course, I was doing traditional counseling, talk therapy. Um, but in that season, I found a an app called to be magnetic. And it mm. is, um, it's an, it's a, it's guided meditation that takes you into the subconscious space and it allows you to kind of see like, Oh, this is where that belief came from. Here's what it looks like in, in your conscious everyday life. And here's where it, you know, here's an, an earlier time of that same thing. So that was my sort of dipping my toe into the subconscious. And once I was in that space, it's one of those things that clicked. Like I immediately understood how powerful it was. And yeah. so I did that work for a little bit. And then I leaned into uh, reading human design, which is another, you know, self-help, personal, you know, development, moving yourself forward modality. And I loved it, but I knew that it wasn't going to be the soapbox that I stood on. I knew I didn't want to be a talking head for human design. Right. And I just literally one day I was like, hey, just kind of out loud. I just said to no one. Hey, I know that I don't want to go back to school and I don't want to become a traditional therapist because I've worked with those and it's just not enough. I know there's something more and I know I want to work with the subconscious mind. What is it? And literally five minutes later, I went and I grabbed my phone and I opened it to YouTube um, to pull up something that I was going to watch. And there was an ad that I had to watch. Mm. And it was a woman swinging, swinging like a little pendulum. And she said, this is not hypnosis. And I had to watch the ad. So I ended up watching the ad and it went beyond the 10 seconds cool. you had to watch it for. I watched her entire thing. She talked about what hypnosis was. It had never occurred to me. Hypnosis and the subconscious mind, I didn't realize were connected at the time because of course I was coming from, you know, hypnosis makes people do funny things. Hmm. And so I ended up entering, you know, I clicked on the buttons and I went to her masterclass and I was in her program 10 days later to become yeah. a hypnotist. Hmm. And when I was in the middle of training, we got to the part um, where we were learning how to do age regression. And I almost had to stand up because it was so profound. I thought, why are you not leading with this? This is how we access and heal the inner child. And there's so many different things in the world for working with and healing the inner child, but it's all it's all done consciously. Well, you can't access the inner child if you're in the conscious space because that's only 5% of your, your mind's capacity. Yeah, yeah. Your, your inner child and, and the wounds 
that you carry and the, you know, the trauma, little T or capital T trauma are all within your subconscious. Mm. So when I realized that what we were doing was going in and going back to where these wounds, where these, you know, these uh, events happened um, and we could actually heal it in real time. Um, it it just, it blew me out. It blew me out. I was just like, Mm, I can't believe this is what this is. And so, um, you know, and working with shadow and working with all of these things that it's like, oh, well, if we're only working in the conscious, we're working with the symptom, not the root. And we will continue to work with the the symptom unless we address the root. Um, so that's how I, that's how I came to be there. As far as niche, I really, you know, my heart kind of beats for women who are really ambitious like myself, who have leaned into, leaned into all the modalities, right? Leaned into all the different ways of like, well, how can I, you know, is it in my Akashic records? Is it in my astrology? Is it in my, you know, is it, can I talk about it? Can I write about it? Can I journal about it? What's this book I can read? Where's another self-help book? I really want to fix this. And it's like that Mm. hunger to like, Hey, I want to get the most out of this. I want to bring and and I want to bring the most of myself to this human experience and have a profound impact on as many people as I can. But mm. I can't do it because I'm limited by all of these things in the past. So I really work really with women who just are are kind of they get to the point where they're like, what else is left? Because I've done everything. And I'm yeah. like, ooh, yeah, I know you've been running the marathon. Let me help you reach a finish line because life is different after you do the work that we do together. So how That's long typically would you meets. work with someone? Um, my one-to-one program is, it's six sessions. Yeah, it's okay. not very long because I know exactly where to go within the subconscious. And all the all the work that I do is, it's called insight-based hypnosis. So there's a kind of hypnosis that you might think of, you know, like a hypnosis audio where it's like, oh, yeah. we're going to help you quit smoking or quit drinking. And what that is, is direct suggestion. So yeah. that's, you know, a recording that's constantly repeating the same thing overnight. You don't like smoking. You don't like the smell of smoke over and over and over again to program in a new neural pathway, a new belief system within your subconscious. That works. And what I do, what it does work, it does work. But in so this constant. Constantly having that voice in your head just telling you that that just slowly in embeds it. into your subconscious, which then should help yes. you. Yes. Your yes. actions. Exactly. Mm. With the the hypnosis that I do. So I create hypnosis audios, but I go further than just direct suggestion. So I also work with your energetic body um, and your spirit, like your high, your soul. So uh, everything that I create is sort of amplified from just the regular kind of academic hypnotherapy models. But the work that I do that is um, one-to-one or within my group um, hypnotherapy sessions, what I'm using is called insight-based hypnosis, which means I'm taking you and allowing you to access your own subconscious space into a deep level. And then I'm asking you specific questions in the specific areas, and you are receiving your own answers. So when we, when we access the subconscious, we also access our highest soul self. Mm -hmm. What happens is we get separated from the wisdom of our high, of our soul, of our highest self through our experience of being a human because we drop in and the soul is here, but our soul came here to have, you know, an evolutionary experience. So there are lessons, there are things that needed to be experienced and it requires that we forget the wisdom the soul drops in knowing I'm going to forget everything I know. I, I, I'm here for a reason. And then we start the human um, the human experience and we're a blank slate. We don't have subconscious programming. We don't have, you know, we don't have any habits. We don't have a religion. We don't have preferences on politics. We don't have a sports team that we love. We don't have a favorite caller. Like we have nothing. And we begin this process of absorbing 
and, um, you know, becoming, becoming our mm. personality, become, you yeah. know, becoming our habits and our beliefs and all these things through the formative years, you know, zero to eight ish years old, <clears throat> taking in the beliefs of those around us and what is modeled to us. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that's this form of these layers being brought in and it's the it's the human experience to experience all of these layers that separate us from the wisdom so we yeah. forget we forget the wisdom so when with hypnotherapy we can go into the exact space where this barricade of experiences and beliefs and misperceptions that we have claimed because we didn't know that we that we that we couldn't like we had to we had to claim what we claimed because as children we absorb we're like a sponge we absorb everything from our surroundings and our parents and the people in in our in our you know realm we yeah. absorb all of that that's the human experience like we have to be you know we start tabula rasa we are a blank slate and then we we get we literally get patterned and programmed and we become our personality. So with hypnosis, we go in and I can ask you specific questions in specific places and we can use age regression and find these very specific moments of your life where, you know, you believed you were unworthy or someone told you that you were ugly or that you were never going to be anything or someone abandoned you or whatever. And we can go to those specific So you can get that out of people by putting them into a state of hypnosis? Yeah. And it's not even getting it out of them. It's shifting the perception because the perception that you hold as a, as a, you know, as a four-year-old, you, you, your brain thinks in absolutes. So, you know, if, if dad left, that meant that you were not worth staying for. So when we go in and you are the four-year-old, you revivify, you relive that experience. When you do that and, and you have a person like me guiding you in that situation, we can travel back in time before that event happened and we can reconnect you with your innate worth. When you come mm. forward into, into the memory again, the experience again of dad left and you've been abandoned, but you experience it with the wisdom of your highest soul self. So it's no longer, oh, I wasn't worthy. It's like, oh, this had to happen. He had to leave. I'm okay. I'm still worthy. I know that this this is not a reflection of my worth, of my innate worth. This is not a, a reflection of my lovability. This is just an experience I had to have. And we alchemize. We, we turn what were wounds into wisdom. Yeah. So then when the person comes out of hypnosis, that's a, that's a new belief, that mm. that old one no longer exists because we have shifted it. Can it happen that quick? A more act. Mm-hmm. It just happened yeah. two hours ago. I had a, a profound session with a client in my office two hours ago, and her life is irrevocably changed for the better. So when look, this might be a hard answer to a uh, hard question to answer without actually yeah. watching you do your practice. But how do you get someone to that point where we're now in the subconscious? It's, it's really a, it's a process of, um, of guiding them through words, through a specific, like a script. So I, I generally use it's in the tone of my voice. It's in the cadence, like I'm taking you, you're listening only to the sound of my voice and I'm just guiding them and I'm using techniques like, you know, they're, they're, um, activating all the muscles in their arms by pushing down on something or, you know, making their arms stiff and rigid. And then I have them release that and the blood flow, it changes. And they, their willingness when they come into my office or when we work, you know, virtually, it's their willingness to like, Hey, I want to do this that allows them to just relax. So I'm just literally guiding them. And I use a lot of, um, 
like, you know, having uh, almost, it's almost like um, a yoga nidra, like a, mm-hmm. a wave is moving through your body and it starts at the top of your head and they can, they can feel it because I use very descriptive words <clears throat> to guide them through like, Hey, this wave is moving down. It's moving down your forehead. It's moving down past your eyebrows. It's moving past your eyes. You can feel everything is getting heavy. It's just a, it's just literally relaxing people. So and do you find, cause I mean, again, l- looking back to watching those shows where they hypnotize people and everyone suddenly is like they're in a yeah. trance. Falls off their chairs, yes. <laughs> is that the same thing or is that just a different thing? Because I, you don't, almost don't believe that they could do that. But then I have, um, you know, I guess I have I have this belief that it is happening and people are going into these yeah. trances. But on the table with you, I mean, is it the same sort of thing? It, I think it is. I mean, to be honest with you, I haven't seen a lot of this sort of stage hypnosis in the Hollywood mm. hypnosis, I, only in, uh, you know, little bits here and there. But it is possible. But those, the people that are coming out and doing it for entertainment, they, they, they're cues that they can see in certain people. So they're going to call on certain people that they're like, oh, this person is super willing. And I can tell that this person will go in very, very quickly. And they're using different tactics. They're using things yeah. and they're going to a specific place. Um, there are multiple levels of the subconscious. And there are different, you know, there's like highway hypnosis. I mean, you've been in a state of hypnosis countless times in your life. If you've ever been so focused on one thing, like you've been reading a book and somebody's had to say your name three times and they're like, earth to Lee, earth to Lee, come back. You were in a state of hypnosis. You were so focused on one thing that everything else disappeared. So that's a level of hypnosis. Okay. So your seven-year-old daughter is in a state of hypnosis all the time. Mm-hmm. Right now, I have a seven-year-old son, and uh, and uh, through the age of about seven, they have studied, and it's our chill their minds until around you know the age of seven or eight. It's in a hypnotic state. They're literally just receiving. They're accepting everything around them, and that's that's what I'm trying to do when I take someone into hypnosis is to get them into the state where they can receive. Mm. Because we have a bodyguard that stands between Uh, our conscious mind and our subconscious mind. And he or, you know, the bodyguard protects the subconscious programming. Well, your subconscious programming was created by your child self, your child mind. Yeah. And so it's protecting the wrong thing. So consciously we're adults and we're like, hey, I want to take this farther. I want to go do this thing or I want to have this relationship or, you know, or whatever. And the child is like, no. That's so scary. We don't want to do that. And so the bodyguard says, oh, yeah, don't bring that new idea in here. We're not going to accept it. So we've got to go beyond the bodyguard. And that's what I do as a hypnotist. I take you beyond the bodyguard so that we can access the place where those those limiting beliefs and disempowering beliefs and false perceptions and whatever, then we can just work with them directly. Mm, yeah. So your seven-year-old, yeah, in a state of that's hypnosis. She's doing. <laughs> she said yeah. 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 Amazing. So tell her, you can just, you can just program her to, you love to clean your room. No, you're worthy. You are lovable. It doesn't matter what, ha- you can put anything you want in there. And that's this, the beauty of, of recognizing what's happening in those formative years with our children. They're so impressionable mm. and they'll take it in positive we'll or negative. That. They will take it in. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. So in adult form, we're just trying to bring back that, that, that childhood state where we can then start to um, yeah receive again and, and change what has been received to something that's more ideal. That's exactly it. That's yeah. exactly it. A hundred percent. You talk that's, about you just direct, su- direct suggestion where, you know, for the smoking, mm-hmm. for example, where you take something to a state of hypnosis. I mean, I, I know a lot of those um, direct suggestion hypnosis tapes, I think they say, you know, plug it in when you're just going to sleep. 
And I yep. assume that's mm-hmm. because, like you said before, just before you go to sleep, that's when your subconscious is working. Does it happen yes. when you are actually then in sleep or when you get deep sleep? It's just not nothing's going to be received in that state. That's what they have found. I mean, they have found like once you go beyond it and you're in the unconscious state and you're asleep, nothing is being received. It's like you've gone beyond it. You know what I mean? It's like your conscious mind is sort of like the ground floor. It's like the house you live in. And then and then you get sleepy and you go into the basement. You're like, let's go down these stairs and into the into the basement. And there's a door halfway mm. down the the staircase and that's your subconscious right and then if you go a couple steps further then you are in in the sleep space but you've be you've gone beyond so you can't there's nothing that can be received when you're that when you're when you're asleep yeah so yeah, that's why yeah. there's these pockets of time it's like the 20 minutes right after you wake up in the morning and the 20 minutes right before you fall asleep when you're doing that you know kind of the 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 winding down of the day that's when you have access so listening to these direct suggestion these audios for hypnosis you know around an area like i just created one yesterday um a new one <clears throat> called align with worthiness because people have been so disconnected from their worth through their human experience that now i have you know i have to record it but i have to um, if you listen to that, you know, before you go to sleep, then you're programming yourself with these new beliefs that I am worthy and I am worthy mm-hmm. of a beautiful life and I'm worthy of yeah. feeling really good. And then if they listen to it first thing in the morning, once again, we're, what we're trying to do with, with these direct suggestion is create a new belief. So the, the other beliefs still exist within you, but we're putting in a new one that combats that one. So for a smoker, yeah, yeah, yeah. which I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't do anything with smokers or, or, you know, people who anyway have addiction, but a person who smokes their, their programming is I have to have a cigarette. Hmm. I, I have to have it. Like that's, that's how I, you know, relieve my stress or like somebody who eats sugar. Like yeah. I have to have, you know, I've got to have a little piece of sugar in the afternoon. Like got to have a piece of candy. And it's like, they have a, they have a belief system in place. Well, if you, if they listen to, you know, align with healthy eating, which I created this yesterday as well. Um, what's happening is they still have the belief in their mind that says, I've got to eat a piece of chocolate in the afternoon. But if they're listening to this audio, there is a new belief coming in. It's a baby belief. And the more that you kind of push the button, the more you fire and wire a new neural pathway that says, oh, you, you gravitate towards healthy food. And then suddenly that person working within the subconscious is so interesting because it's super subtle. So in that example of someone who ate a piece of chocolate every day in the afternoon, if they were listening to consistently, you know what I mean? It's like, how bad do you want it? If someone is listening consistently every morning or every evening or both to a, to an audio in opposition of the, of the issue that they have, what they will find is that one day they'll realize that they didn't eat the piece of chocolate. Yeah. Then they'll realize I grabbed an apple. That's so weird. It's so subtle because it's not like going to the gym where you're like, oh, I want to get fit because it's going to be summer and I'm going to work out. And you hit the gym five days a week for two weeks. And then you look and you flex in the mirror and you can see a little definition in your tricep. Mm-hmm. And you you know, it makes sense to you because you're like, yeah, because I've been at the gym working out. I've been doing it. Yeah. When you work within the subconscious, you don't like, you don't remember you do remember, but it's it's not the same. And yes, so suddenly yeah. when you're consistent with it, suddenly you start to do the new behavior and then you will realize it's not in the moment that you're like, oh, I gravitate towards healthy food. Here I am walking over to the spinach. You will walk over to the spinach and you will leave the store without the chocolate. And then you'll be like, whoa, shoot, I forgot to buy the chocolate. What is this lettuce doing? You know what I mean? It's yeah. so subtle. But and that's what's amazing about it is that it is subtle. But if you do the work, it will happen. I had this, um, you know, this level of, um, I guess, affirmations 
as well, you know, in a mm-hmm. meditative sort of state or um, like a lot of uh, peak performing experts that I've interviewed with athletes and that, you know, athletes that pre-record their own voice um, yes. with positive affirmations that they listen to, you know, before they're yes. starting a game or something. That sort of thing, very similar to to what you're saying, but um, I'm guessing that it doesn't uh, attach to the subconscious as well when you're in a state of consciousness. So do working with affirmation um, is is great because what you're doing is you are consciously trying to put in a new program. So imagine that 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 um, that bodyguard that's in between your conscious mind and your subconscious consciously you're saying, Hey, I want to go into this race. I want to win this race, or I don't want to eat that chocolate anymore. And mm. so what you're doing is you're, it's almost I like envision paper airplanes. So you're consciously saying, you know, you're, as you're repeating or listening to your affirmations, yeah. you are, tr- you're basically like throwing a whole bunch of paper airplanes, trying to get one or two or three past the bodyguard. Like uh, it's, you know what I mean? It's, rep- yeah, it's okay. repetitive we'll and eventually yeah. some will get through there. But mm. if you could take those affirmations, um, my fiance is a, is a, he's a world-class jujitsu athlete and he's, he's getting his master's degree right now to, to be a sports, um, psychologist and coach yeah. and yeah. he's done hypnosis and he's working with affirmations and he's working with these different things, but he's like, he understands that if you can take those affirmations that you're listening to consciously and just drop yourself in through self-hypnosis to the subconscious space where those beliefs are going directly into your subconscious, it will amplify the, the, the um, affirmation. Okay. So is it better do you think, to have your own voice recording those things? Like if you're a smoker and wanting to stop smoking, or if you're um, athlete and want to, you know, really kick ass at your game. Is it better I to have see- your own voice recording those things and listening to your own voice telling you in a, in a hypnosis? hypnotic state? I would say it's 50-50. I would yeah. say if you are an athlete, I, I an athlete is already a, you know, a forward person that, you know, a professional athlete is already out there, like giving it them, they're all, they're not, you know, accidentally an athlete. It's like, it's, that's a very, you know, forward thing to be. Yeah. I think in that place, you, it would be beautiful. I think it would be very powerful to hear your own voice. And if I might add, it's in the past tense. So the affirmation is, I'm not going to, it's that I did. I won. Mm. I won. Mm. I won. Mm. It's all in past tense. And then if you're hearing it in your own voice, amazing. However, if you're a smoker. What does it have to be in past tense? Like, what does it have to be, you know, let's say you've got a goal and you're saying, I have finished the year, you know, with whatever. So... Our subconscious is, is um, okay, it's infinite in size and it is taking mm. in every moment. So yeah. it's always in the background. It's like the database. It's always taking in all the information that's happening yeah. when you're conscious. Yeah. So um, hang on, shoot. What did you just ask me? I lost my train of thought <laughs> and I was going, I was going somewhere great. Cue me uh, again. What, we were talking what, about. What did I ask you? Oh, oh, the goal, the past tense, past tense. That's right, okay. past tense, yes. So, <laughs> so your subconscious is always taking in this information. So if you keep saying, I'm going to, I'm going to, I want to, I want to, that's all future. Your, your subconscious is like, yep, that's all in the future. That's all in the future. That's all in the future. If you start to say, I lost 30 pounds, I lost 30 pounds. You know what I did this year? I lost 30 pounds. You know what I did? I made a million dollars. I have a million dollars in my bank account. You know what I did? I won that. I was, I took first place. I took first place in that. Even if that the event is in front of you, what you're doing is cueing to your subconscious that it is that 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 is the eventuality that that already happened, and so your mm. everything changes into alignment with that reality. So right. that's why past tense. Gotcha. Cool. Like yeah. It. 
Okay. Um, so, but going back to if, hmm. if somebody was trying to quit smoking, I would, I would suggest that someone working on an issue like that, do you see the difference between someone who is already pushing themselves forward into further greatness yeah. in the athlete thing yeah, yeah, yeah. and someone who's dealing with a vice or an yeah. addiction or a bad habit is kind of trying to catch up with just being viceless, like, hey, I just want to be without this thing that I lean into. It's eating, you know, carbs or candy or smoking or drinking or having sex or, you know, whatever it is. They're trying to catch up to just being kind of, you know, healthy without a vice where the athlete is is yeah. further ahead of that. And I so kinda, in that case, mm. I would say having someone else speak into you. Yeah. Like someone else's voice, finding someone else's audio recording, and there are so many out there to help you with specific issues. I think that would be more helpful because it's like be we just idea. need a little nudge to get us up here. Get us I up here. Like place because our sub, my, I just imagine the subconscious mind. Mine is my own voice telling me things, mm -hmm. and therefore, if I recorded my own voice telling me something new that I wanted to to move towards, might might be more recognizable yes. by my subconscious mind. Um, but yep, I understand what you're true. saying as well by having someone else um, for particular things. Like if I'm already a high-performing athlete or something and, and using my own voice to, to guide me towards greater performance or mm -hmm. all that compared to the vice. But, um, yeah, well explained. Just one last thing, um, self-hypnosis. You mentioned that before. So without using a practitioner like yourself, um, do you advise people to go online and, and do self-hypnosis? Is that possible? So all hypnosis is self-hypnosis by uh -huh. definition because you you are you are right. the one who is willing to go into this deep state. So all all hypnosis is self-hypnosis because you right. are allowing yourself to go do this thing. Uh, <clears throat> I think that uh, there are lots of different hypnotists out there and um, people that are training you how to drop into this space. Yeah. Um, I think that you still need guidance though. Like yeah. otherwise you're just doing kind of and there's guided meditation, which can take you into a state of hypnosis, but it is not like we're not here with an agenda. You know what I mean? It's like, if we're going to go in here. Like, like when I work one-to-one -one with people, it's like, it's, it's like subconscious surgery. And mm -hmm. when I do my group program, it's much gentler. It's like outpatient. It's like, you're going to come in, we're going to do a little bit of work. And now you have all the tools and you can keep doing a little bit of work, a little bit of work, a little bit of work and, and completely heal yourself over time. Um, but learning how to do self-hypnosis, the client I had in here today, she, we're just about to finish up her sessions, but she has already integrated the work so, so deeply that she can recognize when an old pattern is coming up, like an old subconscious pattern of, oh gosh, that person just said this to me and this is how I would normally respond to that by shrinking or getting small or not standing up for myself. And she was like, I can, I catch them so quickly now. And she goes, I can actually just relax myself down to a place where I know I'm in the subconscious and I can change the belief in the subconscious. And that's the power of, you know, just, just, just becoming comfortable being in the subconscious and recognizing what it feels like to be in that space. That's why yeah. my subconscious audios, every subconscious audio, well, mine do, make you feel amazing because you have to be so relaxed. So it resets your nervous system. It makes you feel like resourced. And then it allows you to access to this very kind of, mm, it's kind of swirly. Like the subconscious is kind of a circus, but the space itself just feels kind of floaty. It's like, mm. oh, this is interesting. Well, now I can go over here and now I can go over here. And oh, I that feels good. Please say that again. Oh yeah, I mm. like that. I accept that, you know? And then you get really good at it and you can recognize oh gosh, I've got this belief over here and I don't want to have that anymore. I'm going to change it right now. And then, it, and then it can be done. Yeah.
You know, I find um, in my light sleep, probably REM sleep, I'm not sure, but um, in the mornings particularly, I have mm-hmm. all these crazy thoughts and I'm pretty sure it's the subconscious just speaking. Oh, sure. When I wake up and I'm just like, what the heck? None of it makes sense. <laughs> um, and it's usually work-related in my my field, but um, maybe yeah, that's a good time sub- for me to suddenly, you know, try and speak to myself about different things that oh, I want to achieve. amazing. Yeah. That would be mm. so empowering because your subconscious is always working behind the scenes trying to like so- problem solve, right? They're that's, trying that's to problem solve about your business. Yeah. And it's the best time. Yeah, yeah, do it. Write yourself a list and then just kind of, you know, remember what it is you want to say to yourself to combat those and empower yourself for for where you want to go. Yeah, it's awesome. Awesome. Heidi, been an absolute pleasure speaking with you about hypnosis today. And hopefully for those people that are a bit skeptical to begin with, have um, a little bit more interest in the topic itself. So thank you for coming on and sharing. Thanks for having me, Lee. It was super fun. I appreciate it. Now, where can people find out more about you? And uh, you've got a podcast here as well or... I don't have a podcast. Um, no. I do a lot of guesting, but um, guesting. they can oh, find me yes. at um, HeidiHazen.com. I'm yep. also on Instagram at HeidiHazen. And yep. um, that's it. That's it. That's where I'm at. I put all my good stuff there in those places. Awesome. Heidi, thanks again. And guys, check it out at thehiddenwhy.com. All the links will be there to Heidi. So connect with her and reach out. And um, yeah, until next time, peace, passion, and purpose. See you soon. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. I hope you love what you're hearing. If you like this episode, guys, or any of the episodes that you're listening to here at The Hidden Why, please do me a favor by sharing it. You can share it with your families. You can share it with your loved ones. You can do that by using your favorite social media channels using the icons on the platform that you're listening to The Hidden Why podcast. Also, guys, if you're a fan of the show, please connect with me. Connect with me at thehiddenwide.com. I love to hear from you. I love to converse with the people that listen to this show to find out what they enjoy, what they don't enjoy, and perhaps if they have any questions or feedback for the show as well. You can stay up to date with all that I'm releasing here, guys. I do a solo show every Monday, a three-minute thought every Thursday. I do two interviews a week on a Wednesday and a Saturday, and a book review every Friday. You can stay up to date with all that by subscribing to my newsletter at thehiddenwire.com. Just enter your email address there, and also subscribing to the podcast on the platform that you choose to listen to your podcasts. You can also support the show, guys, by using the Amazon links at thehiddenwire.com. So if you like books, you can get all the books that I review there um, and anything else, really, that you like to purchase through Amazon. So use that link. It helps support the show. And we've also got a deal with Audible, guys. Audible is a fantastic way to listen to all your favorite books. We've got a deal with them so you can get two free books when you subscribe or, yeah, subscribe to a 30-day free trial. So check that out, again, at thehiddenwire.com. Guys, that's it from me. You know what to do. Go out there. Breathe more passion into every single moment. Do everything with greater purpose and in doing so you will discover your hidden why this is the hidden why my name is lee manutzi until next time peace passion and purpose see you soon